The Midwest Film Nerds podcast is now available on Stitcher Radio. Download the free Stitcher Radio app from the Android and iTunes app stores to start streaming our show today. Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds podcast. I am Alex. I'm Willie. I'm Tim. Today we are going to play a new game for you all. And then after that, we are going to review Wally Pfister's directorial debut, Transcendence. Uh, Before we get on with the show, uh, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Let us know what you think about our show, uh, the movie we talk about, any of that good stuff. Um, You can also leave us a voicemail. We still have not received our first voicemail. So 248-7335-MFN or 248-7335-636. Please give us a call. You could make it on air. Make it concise. Make it good. Uh, leave us your name and a city or something like that so that we know you can tell who you are because we're going to have tons of people calling in. So, you so might get, many. You don't want to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, do that. Uh, at MFN Podcast on Twitter. Um, and I think it's important to note that we're going to be doing a uh, summer movie wager. Uh Talking about what the top ten uh, box office takes are for the summer. Summer being between May 2nd and uh, the end of August. Um, and you're supposed to pick the top ten. Uh, scoring and whatnot. We'll go over it in more detail. I went over it a couple episodes ago, but it is fast approaching. So I'll have links up on the Facebook. I'll make a blog post about it. All that good stuff. I want you guys to participate. Uh, this is going to be our third fourth year doing it i think between our group of friends and we'd like to have a lot of new contenders to come and yeah you guys gotta be careful though because tim's ready to take back i was gonna say we got a former winner right here come take on the king baby come on i'm also a former winner as well (laughs) it's true year one and year two year one yeah, like, your one is your two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, it's like the rubber match between us. Next one, <laughs> next one wins, takes the big one. So yeah. I'm a former winner, and that means I've won a prize. Yes. And I, are we doing prizes? We will do. A prize. We're doing it now. We will do a prize. <laughs> uh, I think that I, I should say, uh, in order to win the prize, I would like you to be in the United States because I mean, if you're not and you're not in some crazy country like I don't know Canada, then maybe I'll ship it to you. <laughs> but. Um, it depends. I guess we'll go over you it. Could, I'll like, figure something out. At that point, <laughs> shut, shut up, Willie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yes, there will be a prize of some kind. I'm thinking it's gonna. It's it'll it'll be uh, as it has been in the past. Some kind of Blu-ray or DVD movie. I got a purple the, rain Blu-ray. Yes, you can. Um, you can buy purple rain on Blu-ray and watch to listen to our episode. It's true. Yeah. It's true. That could be your prize. You yeah. could not only get the movie, but also a, an episode of the podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also have I have last year's winner's prize on my desk still, because <laughs> I haven't seen him uh, probably in a year. But um, So if you're listening to this, last year's winner. <laughs> yes, let me have your address so I can ship it to you, because I can apparently not make it over to Dearborn. But, um, no. So, yeah, look for that. We'll have uh, a more concise and well-thought-out segment or something on a future podcast. We'll go over the rules and everything, look for a blog post, all that good stuff. Just start thinking, what do you think is the top grossing movie of this summer going to be and the subsequent nine, and then maybe have three dark horses that might make it on there. That's usually how it goes. Um, submissions will be due at uh, with after the second weekend in May, and uh, no changes can be made even if movies get canceled or moved or anything after you have submitted your uh, ballot. If they pull a G.I. Joe 2 on you, 
you're shit out of luck. Yeah. Yes, yes. G.I. Joe was a was a big uh, disappointment for us two two years ago. It was a when... bracket buster right there. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So anyway, obviously we have a, a, a quite a bit of fun with this, and I think our audience could as well. So we hope you'll take part. But anyway, enough with the preamble. Uh, we have a new game for us to play. Willie, what is this game? This is Shooting Title Showdown, which is not terribly different from Tagline Takedown. <laughs> um, the difference here is that we're going to be using uh, shooting titles for films. And for those of you who do not know what that is, um, oftentimes a film will shoot under a false title to dissuade uh, sightseers and uh, union reps and all sorts of uh, ne'er-do-wells. So um, sometimes they'll actually shoot the movie under a different title because that's the intended title. So it's there's a mixture of reasons, but um, I, let's just go. So we're going to use similar similar layout, I think, too, as we would with um, tagline takedown. Okay. So you guys can kind of just shout stuff out. It's a free for all. Go mm-hmm. nuts. And, if we need um, help, you'll give us a clue. Yeah. If you guys are feeling stuck, let me know. I'll throw something out for you. Um, I can I can I add, I know you don't have years out there. Are there any movies that aren't out yet? Um, there is. Okay. One movie okay. on this list. I think I know what it is, but I don't know what the shooting title is, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, um, there is one movie on here. So, All right. You guys are limbered up, right? Feeling yeah. good? I gotta okay. get stretching. Yeah. We're gotta going. get stretching. We're good. going. All right. We're going to start with Paradox. Uh, Back to the Future. Close. Back to the Future 2. Well done. Oh <laughs> yes. That's one point. One okay. for Alex. Four, Alex. I actually like that that shooting title. That's beautiful. I love how it ties in because sometimes they're just totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Rory's first kiss. I'm looking at you. Okay. Yeah. That, is that a, is that one? It's not on here. Oh, tell no. me what that is. No. Though. Uh, that is actually Knight. the Dark Knight. The yeah. Dark Knight. Okay. Um, I thought it was Gilmore Girls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. The next one is called The Birthmark. The Birthmark. Hmm. Start throwing out ideas. What does it sound like to you guys? I mean, I would think... I'm, I'm thinking of a movie with a birthmark. Ooh, with yeah. a birthmark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that's not it. So you're thinking this that this, this shooting title ties directly into the plot of the film. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> but I think I'm wrong. I'm wondering how much of a mistake that assumption is. You know, it could be right on the money or it could be totally off. Thanks, um, Willie. Yes. So How about, I'm just going to throw one out there, it's wrong, uh, The Matrix. I No. Not even not. close. No, we're not, we're not there. And I would, say that, that I would say that if I was feeling more sorry for you guys, I would say that Tim was on the right uh, wavelength earlier with the plot connection. <laughs> birthmark who's got a birthmark (laughs) it's a very famous birthmark in cinema perhaps um kind of this is something i don't pay attention to well you know (laughs) did they name it oh man it's kind of mean if they just named it after an actor's birthmark (laughs) (laughs) no no um it does not have to do with the specific actor by any means um interesting has more to do with a oh harry potter and the sorcerer's stone that isn't a Fantastic guess, but it is not, uh, not that. I like that though. That's quite good. Damn it. Um, um, it is. It is a birthmark on a character, though. It is a birthmark on a character. On a character, and it involves a very startling revelation about the character. The birthmark does. <clears throat> it has this. Has this character? Uh, feel free to not answer this question. Okay. Has this character <laughs> been played by more than one actor? Uh, absolutely. Yes, right. indeed. 
Is is uh, um, is this? Uh, you know what? I may not know this one, but I kind of. <sighs> Would you like to know the year? Would that be sure? Nineteen seventy six. Is this Halloween? It is not Halloween. I don't know if he has a birthmark. I think we're in the right genre now, though. Is this Friday the Thirteenth? No. No, that wasn't that wasn't seventy six. Um, I would also say I, I will throw it out there. Tim, no, do you have it? There? No, I don't have it. Your I had it and your then I thought it, <laughs> and it's gone. Okay. It's out of my head now. Um, I will say that the <laughs> this film has been remade. Is this Freddy Krueger? It is not. No. There actually, Elm Street. <laughs> I was going to say there is not a movie called Freddy Krueger. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Rocky Balboa. Well, at, least you're, at least you're guessing things. I'm just sitting here so, making noises. So before we before we consider throwing the towel, what do we know so far? It's it's a horror film. It's a horror film um, of some kind. There's a, a birthmark, birthmark on a character who has been played by many people. Yes. Who and, and the birthmark is involved in a revelation about the character. Yes. Um, the year was 1976, and the movie has been remade. It's a lot of info. I feel like. This is a lot of info. Yeah, it's completely. And you're going to say, and I'm going to. I'm just going to throw out Sleepaway Camp, but that's not Ooh, true. I like that. It's a no, it's not, that's not a birthmark, though. I'm going to spoil <laughs> no. sleep, sleep, sleep. It's a birth appendage. <laughs> yeah, see Sleepaway Camp then. Texas Chainsaw Massacre? It does not. No, I don't know. Nope, I got nothing. We're giving up? Yeah, I've given up. I don't want to give up, but I will. I, will. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that would be. The film would be The Omen. Uh, yeah, the birthmark I mean, being the 666 uh, number. All right. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna we're, try a little bit of an easier one. We're still at one zip here, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Unless you count that point towards me, which is dumb. So. <laughs> um, I, I mean, technically, yeah. But, I mean, you, you, you do win when we lose. That's, so. that's true. That's true. I love to watch you guys suffer. Um, okay. This one's a little easier, I feel like. King of the Jungle. Tarzan. Nope. King Kong. Nope. Uh, why? <laughs> I think it's Tarzan. So uh, when they shot it in the jungle to animate it, did they? Well, well, it's interesting that you say that. <laughs> oh God! It's interesting <laughs> that you say that. Uh, is it the Jungle Book? Nope. Jungle to Jungle. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> the smile on your face. As you said, Jungle to Jungle. It was so good. Believe it or not, Jungle is not in the actual title. (laughs) This is where we're getting held up. Another word in the fake title might be in the real title. It's not George of the Jungle, is it? It is not. Thank you, though, uh, for reminding me of the Brendan Fraser joint. (laughs) What was it again? King of the Jungle. King King of of the Jungle. jungle. So another word, so it could be of. Could of could be in the title. (laughs) The might be. It might be. It's possible. It's possible, guys. King of the Jungle. You know, it's 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 so close, guys. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't want to give you too much here. Um, <laughs> what <laughs> what what would you call? What is the king of the jungle? A lion. The, the lion, lion king. king. Oh, that was so close. I think he started uh, saying it yeah, first. So I'm going to give that one to Tim. He did. Why I, would? Okay. Why would it yeah, be called? Why, king why would they need a shooting? Why, why is there a shooting? Why guys, are they keeping away from this was the original title for the for the. Oh, films. this was the original oh. title. I told you. Sometimes it was the actual title they intended when they were making the film. So. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, they had to be all secret when other Disney people were walking right. by. What are you working on? <laughs> king of the Jungle. The king, uh, Yeah. What are you working on, Hunchback Notre Dame? Oh, sorry, sucker. <laughs> no one's gonna see that. Oh no one's gonna have any fond memories of your movie. That's, that's a crappy shooting title for an animated movie. <laughs> no, seriously, that's the name of the movie, guys. <laughs> All right. All right. So one, one, one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The Intimidation Game. Oh, I've heard this one. 
the Intimidation Game. It's a movie. It yep. is a film. On yes. the right track. <laughs> the Intimidation Game. Mm-hmm. It's not The Dark Knight, is it? No. Oh, that was Rory kissing. Yeah, Rory kissing. Rory's, Rory's yeah, first, Rory's kiss. first kiss. <laughs> Rory kissing. Rory kissing. Is it yeah. The Dark Knight Rises? Nope. Intimidation Game. Is it? Is it The Incredible Hulk? Nope. You guys are killing me right now. Pitch Black. Nope. Is it Iron Man 3? Nope. You guys were so close. <laughs> what, the Batman? Is it Batman Begins? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys thought, literally named the two two I of the thought, movies. <laughs> I thought that was... A, I, I know there was... A, I think... Oh, no. Okay, I remember what The Dark Knight Rises is. Yes. Now. What okay. was The Dark Knight Rises? I'm not telling no, you. No, you can say it. Okay, it's not it's on Magnus list. Rex. Yes. Magnus Rex? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Look how protective I am of my this knowledge. Is, right? You're like, no, I'm not smart. <laughs> this Maybe. may come up, Tim. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so two to one to one. Um, let's go with I was a teenage teenager. <laughs> Thirteen going on thirty. No. Ten things I hate about you. No. Uh, I love that you guys are jumping right in there, though. Yeah. I love this. Big. Nope. Mm, that didn't one. make any sense, though. No, I mean, it kind of, not really, but no. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was a teenage adult, maybe. Would be yeah. <laughs> he wasn't even a teen, though, was he? Mm. I don't know. I was it doesn't a, matter. Yeah. Is <laughs> We're just going to try to recall the plot. Big now. <laughs> he goes to the fortune teller at the carnival. He was carnival. on the piano, right, guys? He right? Robert Loggia's there. And... Shooting title piano. <laughs> Shooting title Robert Loggia. <laughs> Okay. Oh, boy. Okay, what was it again? I teenagers? was a teenage teenager. I was a teenage teenager. I was a teenage teenager. Is it uh, The Breakfast Club? It is not. This is definitely... You're in the right wheelhouse, though, guys. Okay. You know, I mean, it's it's definitely a teen movie, if you hadn't guessed that already. So... I was a teenage teenager. Mm-hmm. American Pie? Uh, no. Okay. Nope. Though I did see some shooting titles from that when I was researching yeah. this. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what they are now. But... <laughs> so that was pointless to bring up. <laughs> Killed a little bit of dead air. Why not? Yeah. So, so I was a teenage teenager. So um, think about some of the later teen comedies. Maybe not in the last 10 years, but I'm thinking more along the lines of the 90s. Mm. <clears throat> Drive, and I can... Drive Me Crazy. Starring Ooh, Melissa that's Joan a, Hart. That's a fantastic guess. I was a teenage teenager. I Not know. another teen movie? Was, nope. Like, for me, that means, like, if it's... Okay, if this is tied to the plot in any way, which, okay. as we know, it may not be. Sure. I feel like it's about... It's It's gotta be about, like, a teen... Like, it's, uh... It's something that has to do with a teen who realizes that they are... They are either above their, like, maturity level or... Okay. This is my theory. Interesting. This is my theory. Man, you're just... Going down the rabbit hole right now. I <laughs> scream. No, I was. A that teen. also has a shooting title, though. No, yeah, no, so. yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, stab. No. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was one for all the scream fans out there. Um, this this uh, this this film was uh, from '95, and it features. Oh, a... oh, can't hardly wait. Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> And it features a, a a very a, a much younger actor then than he than he is now because it was 1995 and now it's 2014 so I can do math. Willie, is that how time works? It does. Um, <laughs> listen to our Looper episode. For <laughs> <laughs> um, you have it, yeah. Yeah, it's game. It's, it's great. It's on MidwestFilmNerds.com. It is it's so old that it's not on <laughs> iTunes. It's true. <laughs> iTunes is sick of it. Um, 
No, it, it, it features a, a comedic actor who starred in this film, uh, one, of the, one of the leads, and didn't really get any sort of major following until, I would say, the last five years. Billy Madison? Five to ten years. Nope. He was around for a while. I was say. <laughs> oh, he didn't start getting a following list. I stopped listening to you and I just started learning out titles again. <laughs> uh, this, and I feel like this, this is a, this is a problem. But this might be a, a biased thing, but I'm going to say it has a song in on the soundtrack that Alex loves very much. Oh, is this Clueless? It is Clueless. Uh, Sorry, Tim. That's a good title. It's kind of a cheat, but I had to. One. We had yeah. to make things happen. No, no, no. It's fine. I was. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't. Way to get some momentum here. I'm bad. You were just not listening to me at that point. So it's funny because I've never seen Clueless, and the only I figured you had the only reason that I know that tenderness is on that soundtrack is because you told me. Wonderful. (laughs) Do do you know the actor I was referring to? Paul Paul Rudd. Yes. Okay. Cool. Donald Faison. I wish. Faison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. This next one is. Batteries not included. Now there is a film called Batteries Not Included. I remember <laughs> the film called. I love Better Not Like as a kid. Um, totally unrelated to this movie. Small Soldiers. Holy, that's a great I was guess. Gonna, I was gonna guess. Small that's Soldiers. a great guess. It is. It is not. <laughs> but you're on the right path. I, I think it's a victory anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Just give you the point because why not? I'm so excited. Um, yes, <laughs> Alex, you brought up a movie. <laughs> yeah, on a movie podcast. I, I thought of the movie. <laughs> We thought that at the same thought at the same time. Batteries not included. This is from 1988. Would be the year. Hmm. I think you're on the right track with malevolent toys. Malevolent <clears throat> toys. Yes. Is it Chucky? No. It's Child's Play. It is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alex, you can't keep naming horror icons and not the titles. <laughs> Oh god! <clears throat> this is where where Tim's knowledge of horror three, film three to two to one makes things happen. Okay, this next one is 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 a little tricky. Uh, I'm so angry with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I just swoop in and steal. <laughs> just really went in there. Uh, it's okay, I did it. The first two points that I got. So. Yeah, that's true. If, anyway. Hey, all's fair. Um, caged heat. Was the was it Iron Man three? It, it is Iron Man three. Nice. Wow, well done. The only thing, the only reason I know that is because of, of course the caged heat reference in All Hail the King. Yes, and it actually has a further meaning because if if you remember the film, um, the soldiers heat up from inside out. So yes. it's kind of a cool little interesting yeah. multiple meanings there. Way to go! Thank Way you. to go, boys! Title, yeah, it totally yeah. is. Um, repetition. Memento. Nope. That's Inception. Uh, Groundhog nope. Day. Nope. Repetition. It's funny because I've told you guys this before. I told you that this was the original, this was the shooting title for this movie before. I believe it's on the podcast. Ooh. <clears throat> There's an episode out there with me saying this, or I said it while we were recording, but didn't make the cut. <laughs> I edited yeah. it out. I was like, I don't want Willie to have anything interesting. <laughs> no, it could have it could have could have been in the garbage tracks. That's possible. Such a dictator, Alex. This <laughs> iron fist just ruling over us. Remember that episode when I edited Tim into saying he was a violent racist? <laughs> yes. Yes. Got our most downloads. That was a classic episode. <laughs> this is a um this is an entry in a series of films. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> which you might guess by repetition. Skyfall. No. 
Not Skyfall. I missed that that episode actually. I never, never. I still haven't seen Skyfall. That's a shame. I still haven't seen Quantum of Solace. So that's not as <laughs> no, much of a shame. I'm that. really behind. <laughs> you're behind on the Bond movies. You're way behind. Never been a big Bond guy, so. <sighs> Repetition. Repetition. Is it Outlaws? I'm just kidding. It is not. I wish it was. It's not though. a movie. Um, <laughs> it's not the movie you're thinking American of. American Outlaws. Um, oh, yeah. With yeah. Scott Kahn? Yeah. 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 Um, is Joshua Jackson in that? He is not. Okay. Well, he should um, be. Ali Larder and um, the Irish guy that was in a sex tape. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Oh, that's how we remember him. Yeah. Um, Okay, so repetition. This this is the fifth movie in the series. Okay, and basically it was just the same thing. Just it had been done four times before. Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> repetition was the shooting title for that. I I I, I no, I told you guys this once. All right, uh, three to three to one. Oh, man, this is intense. Yeah, this is, this is intense. Okay, this next one, Star Beast. <laughs> wow. Uh, Star Beast. Godzilla, 1998. No. Cloverfield. No. Mm. <laughs> Neither one of those films took place in outer space, boys. Well, I, hey, Alien? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, see, I was like, but a, no. Godzilla was just kind of a. Like Technically, a, a the beast. Cloverfield monster came from right. the stars. That's true. That's true. Godzilla didn't, but. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Kind of. Who Godzilla cares? was a iguana or something. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, Primeval. There is also a film called Primeval. Primeval. Yeah, which is fantastic. You should Prime see. Primeval. Primeval. Lake Placid. No, <laughs> that'd be amazing. <laughs> the <laughs> other giant <laughs> crocodile movie. <laughs> Primeval. Okay, what should we call our crocodile movie? Remember they were shooting uh, Primeval. <laughs> Just. The... <clears throat> it's got the guy from Prison Break in it. It's not good. Orlando Jones is in that one, Prime yeah. Evil. Yeah, he gets eaten by the crocodile. Prime Evil. So is Orlando Jones in this movie? <laughs> no, I was going to say it's evolution. That's a great question. Prime Evil. So um, it's a it's an ancient uh, an ancient evil. The Mummy. Nope. That's I like that. Um, that um, is perhaps of alien origin. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No. I haven't seen that one either. <laughs> Kate Blanchett. No. <clears throat> the um, Abyss? No, The Abyss isn't. Possibly of alien origin. Yes, and by possibly, I mean it's of alien origin. Is it the, the uh, Predator? Boom! Nailed it. Nice. Well nice. done. That was, that was a good one. Nice. That was very good. Five to three to one. Yeah, I think this is... We're coming down the wire. We're coming down the wire here. Okay. Um, Nautilus. 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 Mm-hmm. These one-word ones are pretty hard. They're tricky. I, I I went with the harder ones later. What mm. what comes to mind when when you hear Nautilus? Strength training. Strength training. It's got to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Pumping iron. This has got to be pain and gain, right? <laughs> pain and gain. Yeah. I was thinking nautical terms. Okay. Uh, is Wait, it White Squall? It is not. That's a shame. <laughs> it's too bad. Master and Commander. Nope. Why would they do that? What is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a. Uh, uh, this continues the the theme Speed. that we've. No. no. <laughs> Two cruise control. <laughs> no. That's what I meant. Yeah. I almost said yes, and that's not the right answer. <laughs> no, you just turned happy. I knew the sequel. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> Somewhere Willem Dafoe smiles. <laughs> um, no, or frowns, I don't know. Uh, this kind of ties into the last two a little bit. I mean, it's it's another... It's another... Another, maybe, similar Pacific type of Rim? Film. No. Getting, we're getting somewhere, though. The Nautilus. We're getting somewhere. The Poseidon Adventure. No. Titanic. <laughs> no. <laughs> that one also, I saw the shooting title for that as well. It might be in a future edition as well. Okay. So don't look it up, jerks. <laughs> um, Nautilus. Nautilus. What is, what's a sea monster of some it kind? It comes from the sea. Yes. Yes, but takes takes uh, jaws. Nope. Mm. But it takes uh, many uh, many a structure by force. Godzilla. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just scoffing. All right, you know we got to keep going though because we're we're so close here. All right, all, all right. right. We got two more. Dangerous days. Dangerous days. Groundhog Day. No. This one is tough. I'm Dark not going to lie to you. No. We're, oh, you're, get, you're getting there. You're, you're, you're in the right wheelhouse. Event Horizon. Ooh. Not bad. Sunshine. No. This is 1982. Blade Runner. Boom. Nailed it. Runner. All right. So Alex has got it wrapped up. He's got it wrapped up. My last one, if you guys feel like Let's messing do it. Let's around. Well. Quick. She Stands Alone. Ah, the Scorpion King. <laughs> no. Alone. I stand alone. <laughs> Surprisingly, that's the second time that song has been sung on this podcast. <laughs> I don't remember it's, what the original... Surprising is not more. Yeah. This is probably the least related to the actual movie of all the shooting titles I just she gave you. She Stands Alone. She Stands Alone. Does it have a woman in it? Yes. Terminator. Uh, no. That would be really good, actually. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's not All is Lost. It's not... It doesn't make zero sense. <laughs> There's All's a female <laughs> in the film. Um, uh, it's also part of a series. Um, a Halloween? No. Scream? No. Not part of a horror series. Part of a science fiction series of films. And we've had... Six, six of them. Star Wars... Episode, episode four, a new hope. Nope. Episode two. Nope. Episode three. Nope. Episode one. Yes. <laughs> what is the? Why is it called? She stands alone. <laughs> Who's she, standing alone? Is that the one where she has the uh, the decoy? Yeah. So she doesn't. She's stand not alone. even standing no. alone. She's got a whole army behind. I don't right. get this. Well, anyway, well, I'm sorry. Well. I apologize for that. I'll never, ever, ever reference the prequel <laughs> series again. <laughs> That's not true. I will. Oh, God. Well, we ended up close. Six to five. Good game. Yes. Good, good game, game, Alex. Good game, yes. sir. Yes. Good game. Much harder than, than tagline takedown, I think. <laughs> Quite a bit trickier because they're usually nothing like the actual... Well, some some of those taglines are pretty close to nothing That's like true. the That's true. That's true. Some are like, he kicks guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and then it's about a par- paraplegic or something. Yeah, right. it's like a talking parrot movie or something. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. What's that talking parrot movie with Cheech Marin? Is it Polly? Thank you. Look, <laughs> one, of, one of the worst of the talking animal the films. The gear of this podcast just to, yeah, we have oh, hit a low. God. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
All right, now on to our review of Wally Pfister's Transcendence. Uh, Synopsis on IMDb says, As Dr. Will Caster works toward his goal of creating an omniscient, sentient machine, an, a, a, uh, wow, a radical anti-technology organization fights to prevent him from establishing a world where computers can transcend the abilities of the human brain. That's a very wordy synopsis. Is, yeah, that's why I tripped Ooh. up in them. I was like, oh, I can't wait for all these words. And then my brain was like, nope. Um, starring Johnny Depp, Rebecca Hall, Morgan Freeman, uh, Killian Murphy, Kate Mara, Paul uh, Bettany, Paul Bettany mm-hmm. British guy, yes. <laughs> uh, Cole Hauser, most important. Oh. oh, you know, even more important than Cole Hauser is Clifton Collins Jr. Yes, I, very... I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good Clifton Collins Jr. role. So interesting. Um, <clears throat> um, so Transcendence uh, was on my top ten most anticipated. It was number three, actually. Wow. Um, I think what drew me most was Wally Pfister being uh, a, an acolyte of Nolan's, uh, mm. Nolan's, Nolan's director of photography. An acolyte, I like yeah. that. Yeah. I was like, they, he's a really interesting uh, uh, cinematographer, and like, I think he won the award for Inception back in the day. Um, but I should double check that to make sure, and I'll do that shortly as Willie starts talking. But. Um, no, I, I was just interested in, in seeing what uh, he had to offer as a director. Mm. So that's kind of that's that's why it was on my list. I don't think it was on either of your lists, was it? I don't think so. Maybe an honorable mention. Okay, right. no, it's probably not. Okay, I can I can double check that too. But I don't believe it was. Yeah. All right, uh, <laughs> Willie. So what did what did you think about uh, Transcendence here? Hmm. <clears throat> uh, I did not like Transcendence. No. Um, no, I did not. Uh, it's, I don't like to be the guy who says they didn't like anything about the movie because I feel like there's usually something I can, I can, I can dig out of the, uh, out of the film that I enjoyed. And there, there probably is something in this that I enjoyed, but I just walking <laughs> out of the theater, I did not, there wasn't, I, I could, couldn't think of anything. Okay. Um, the, the performances are good. I don't think that there's a lot for them to work with, which I think hinders, unfortunately, I think it, what it does is it takes a lot of the actors and puts them into neutral. It did win best cinematography at the Academy Awards inception. Inception. Did. Okay. Yeah. I apologize for breaking <clears throat> it. Oh no, no problem. Um, <laughs> unfortunately it forces a lot of the actors to go into neutral and that includes Morgan Freeman. Um, who, Morgan Freeman's screen presence, don't get me wrong, is always something to be admired. I mean, the guy just walks in the room and you're like, I love you, Morgan Freeman. Like, right. Please <laughs> talk to talk me. To me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, read me stories yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but in, a lot of the time, a guy like Morgan Freeman, who does so many movies a year and has done so much great work, it's easy for them to phone it in. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel like he he was phoning this in. I just feel like he, there wasn't much for him to to do with the role. Uh, and, and really the same goes for, for Paul Bettany and who's a fantastic actor when he's able to, to, um, play an interesting character and, um, and Rebecca Hall, I've been impressed by before and Johnny Depp, of course, I, you know, he's, he's kind of fallen by the wayside a little bit now, I feel like, um, since the, the initial Jack Sparrow craze, but I've always been impressed by him as an actor, even way back since Platoon. Uh, which I think is the first movie I saw him in, and he has a very small role. But I remember like seeing him and thinking that guy's I like that guy, you know. Yeah. But even he's just kind of I don't know. I just feel like he's there. He's just kind of he showed up and read his lines, and I didn't feel any passion or I, everything feels very detached to me in this movie. Yeah. 
Um, it's the my my big complaint about Nolan's movies um, as a whole is that they don't. There's a coldness to Nolan's movies. Um, I think I've said this before on the podcast. Going to a Nolan movie. Uh, a big Nolan blockbuster is not like being on a roller coaster ride. It's like being strapped to a table and having clinical, clinical hands uh, cutting you open and, and feeling around and messing with things. <laughs> and that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. But there's no. That's my one problem with some of his movies. Is, is in the weaker of the Nolan movies, I feel it more certainly. Um, Dark Knight Rises being one, but uh, this is everything. I all the stuff that I don't like about Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> In a non-Nolan movie, I mean, Wally Fister is not Christopher Nolan, but I'm not going to lie. Like, it feels like he's kind of trying to be Christopher Nolan. It'd be really funny if you just ended up loving Interstellar because Wally Fister's not attached to it. <laughs> Maybe it's no. I, I can't blame it on Wally, and I think honestly, I think that uh, he's a first-time director. He's he's never directed a movie before, um, and a cinematographer does not a director make. Yeah. Um, I think that. If he wanted to chart a similar course to Nolan, who he's clearly very good friends with, I would assume at this point, they've collaborated together a bunch of times. He's, I, I, I feel the influence in this movie, the Nolan influence in this movie. Yeah. Um, and he was an executive producer on this as well. So. Okay. Um, I feel like if he was smart, he would have picked a film that was a little smaller, a little more intimate. Not that this is a huge blockbuster, but there's there's a lot of spectacle and a lot of special effects and a lot there's some action sequences and stuff. It feels like a like a smaller budget blockbuster. There's some directors that never get to make a hundred million dollar movies. Very true. And and I feel like <coughs> Wally Fister should have worked up to that. Yeah. I don't I don't think um I don't think this was the right movie for him for his first movie. Okay. And I don't know if he picked the script or how that worked. I don't think he wrote it. No, it was Jack Paglin. Okay. And the script was on the blacklist. It was a similar to American Hustle and uh, I know there's other movies. I should look up a list. Which is the list of unproduced screenplays? Yes. Okay. The, there's a list that comes out every year that is uh, the list of the best Hollywood, best um, best screenplays that Hollywood has not produced as of okay. yet. Okay. And uh, this was one of them uh, not too long ago. And it's, I don't know, it's just, it feels, there's no, there's, I don't know, I didn't feel any sort of, any sort of passion in the, in the film. And that's, that's a real bummer for me because I, I've seen some really, really bad movies. <laughs> I've enjoyed some really, really bad movies, but uh, I could watch, I would watch a Roger Corman movie before I would watch this again. And I, and I, I mean that in a very special way because in those movies you feel a sense of passion from the people involved it could be the hokiest crappiest goof <laughs> biggest it could be fantastic four the old fantastic four that he kind of made <laughs> but at least there was like a like a, a there was a zeal yeah. you know a zest for life yeah. in there and i don't feel that with it i don't know i just did not work for me this one and i don't have a lot of specifics <laughs> you know to talk about fair but, enough fair enough yeah uh, Tim? Yeah, I'm Team Willie on this one. <laughs> I'm kind of... Hashtag Team Willie. And honestly, I, my thoughts on Christopher Nolan kind of fall on the same... And I said this to Willie as we were coming out. Like... Out of, out of the closet? Out of, yes, out of the closet. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Like, it was the first thing I said to him. Not that, there, not that there's anything wrong with any of that. He's like, you know, hey, now that we're... Now, yes. we're, now that know. we're life partners, I can tell you how I feel about Christopher <laughs> Nolan's Nolan. movies. Let's get this out of the way first. <laughs> Okay, let's move off. Of yeah, that. let's yeah, let's move off. Um, <laughs> but no, I like I always I always 
it's I joke around with Christopher Nolan movies. I'm like they're just giant, sexless, cold. Like everybody's a robot, sexless. and that's me. Just like I'm kind of embellishing it. But this is like if every Christopher Nolan joke I made was like a hundred percent true because nobody talks like a human <laughs> being in this movie. It's just I just I sat there going like, yeah, who talks like this? Mostly, what is happening? Um, and not not in like a confused way. Like I'm not, I'm not like, I don't get the plot. I'm like, why? Like this movie's a mess, like a muddled mess right now. And I can, when you said it was on the blacklist, I can see like, cause there's a germ of a good idea in the story itself, but it's just, the movie doesn't connect with it at all. Mm -hmm. I I don't think it explores it well enough. And uh, yeah, it's just not very good. There's a lot of, like I said, it, it's very cold. There's a lot of techno babble that I don't feel. It feels like a Star Trek Voyager episode. Probably an average Star Trek Voyager episode from what I watched. Or like a bad next gen episode. Like, it's just techno babble with no substance behind it at times. And it bored me. And I didn't think it was very well directed. I don't think. I think he can get better. Like, if he keeps making movies, I don't know if he's going to after this. <laughs> I think he might have to go back. Just go back to being. Yeah, and I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to insult the man because maybe he's listening. Maybe Wally no, saw. He's not. Oh, come on now. Maybe he's. Maybe, <laughs> he's no. very talented. Maybe though. he's he sitting is. there. He sees the bad reviews. And he's like, these guys, they're coming in after the bad reviews and they're going to stick up for me. And I'm not going <laughs> to. So, um, the actors and actresses, I like all of them. I really like Rebecca Hall, so I'm not going to say anything bad about her because maybe she's listening. <laughs> and she'll marry me. <laughs> That's it. I have nothing else to say about that. I did not enjoy myself either. This is the worst movie we've seen since After Earth, I think. This is, I would, I, <laughs> I believe you oh. said this after we saw it. And I, I, I totally agreed with you, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe you said, I would rather watch After Earth again. Yeah, I think so. And here's what I was going to, I was wow. going to, I was going to piggyback on what Willie said. Now I remember what I was going to say. Um, I, this reminded me, I told Willie this too after we came out. I said, <laughs> like, this reminded me of when I was younger and would just go see, like, any movie in the theater. And, like, I saw Sphere in the 13th floor. <laughs> and, like, Gattaca. I'd see these movies. But those, yeah, those movies, there's a certain, there's a kind of a trashiness to them, too. (laughs) And honestly, it's just more fun for me. I'll tell you, it was probably the Mike Shinoda soundtrack in Sphere. (laughs) Did Mike Shinoda? I don't know, no. I was going to say, what was he, 12? No, there's there's somebody Linkin Park related. I think uh, Mr. Han, Chairman Han, did the the, uh, art, like the production design. Queen of is in it, so there's that. So far off course, Um, I'm sorry. Well, we can talk. But we turned to each other a bunch of times in the, and I was, I, I'm always curious. As you gazed into each other's eyes. <laughs> of course. Before we, you know, committed ourselves to each other. Um, no, there, there, there's a loveless movie made <laughs> us find love. Find yeah. love. Where it didn't exist in the theater. <laughs> um, oftentimes when I'm watching a movie that I know we're going to be reviewing and I really am not into it. Um, especially if one of us was excited for it. I kind of look around a little bit. Because I get scared. I'm like, I'm going like, to be... just not getting it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to be the one guy who didn't get it. Which is fine. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want my reviews to be honest. But there are more than one occasion where me and Tim turned like at the same time to each other and we were both like... Just like, like, uh, uh, what? And then Nikki was sleeping on me <laughs> during the movie. So the whole thing was interesting. Um, 
Tim was actually actually told me he was jealous of Nikki, or you said I wish I was sleeping or something like that. Yeah, yeah, point. and she had been drinking too. Yeah, so she that yeah, helped. Yeah, yeah, that probably helped. So, <laughs> yeah, not a huge fan. All right, but I'm really excited to hear what you have to yeah. say. Though I really am. I honestly don't, am. don't be that excited. I liked this movie. Liked All this right. movie. I did right. not love this movie. I don't think it's a good movie. Um, and I found it very interesting because I, I went on uh, Wikipedia to refresh myself before we reviewed. And I was like, this this description that's written here reads really, really well. And then I saw that it was a blacklist uh, 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 script. And I was like... I think this movie reads well, then, then they were able to put it on the screen. <clears throat> um, as Tim said, I think, I think there's a lot of fascinating ideas here. I think uh, the, the idea of the singularity or of transcendence is something that I am very uh, intrigued by. And now, oh, sorry. Can you explain that a little more? Because the, idea the movie the, didn't. But yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the idea of the singularity is that there will be some point in time where we as humans can upload ourselves into a machine and... In that sense, we can then repair ourselves as needed, and we can live on forever. Okay, um, it's a Tron esque idea, then. Somewhat, kind of. The so. idea, and I think the idea of transcendence is more like the move. The way the movie puts it is that there's basically a network of an artificial intelligence that is so close to being self aware that the idea of marrying an actual human intelligence to this computer's intelligence would be transcending into the the idea of having a, a self-aware computer. That okay. kind of, that's, okay. that's kind of where it's at, okay. where the movie lays it out to be. And I, I find that all fascinating. I think it's a very interesting concept. I think it's something that needs to be explored, and, and I don't think this movie does that very well at all. Um, I, I think uh, they didn't really know where they wanted to go with it. I think it, it tries to be somewhat of a horror thriller-ish kind of... There's some of that to it, or, or, or at least an aspect to it. There's a bit of a romance-slash-love story to it, and I don't think it commits in either direction, and I don't think it hits the right notes in either direction. Um, the performances are a very interesting thing. I didn't... I wasn't necessarily bothered by anybody except for maybe Kate Mara and uh, Johnny Depp. And the the issue with Johnny Depp is that if you play a um, n- normally I would this is where I'd be like if you play a computer you're not supposed to have emotions but the point of this was that he could have a full range of emotions because he has transcended so that gets ruled out but the idea that um, you know br- brilliant people sometimes have affectations to them right. and they don't have social skills and they don't and if that was a choice that he made that's cool and all but don't talk about how he's supposed to have a full range of emotions if he's not going to show any right I, I i think there's a disconnect between his performance and the movie yeah absolutely totally and i, I got that too because i didn't think i think the performance he put out there was the performance he was going for and i don't think that was translated into the rest of the film very well yeah. i and i and i don't think he it's not like he had a uh a seasoned director to come right. out to him and say hey you need to approach this a little differently yeah and it's it's it can't be easy as a first-time director to approach johnny depp and say hey you're screwing up like yeah i mean i yeah i don't know i would be interested in hearing how johnny depp felt about working on this movie but um it's a real shame like this was number three for me and i'm i'm sad because i felt like uh, I was so excited to see a movie about this topic 
from somebody who at least has talent in a movie-related field. Um, and with a cast that I could get behind and with Johnny Depp without Tim Burton or Helena Bonham Carter, <laughs> like it, I was, there were, there were many aspects that I was excited about and I don't, I don't think any of them particularly delivered. Um, I, I think, I think the main issue is that, and I haven't read the script. I could be completely wrong, but generally things that end up on the blacklist are very interesting and are at least somewhat well-written and I don't think uh, I don't think Wally Fister figured out a good way to put the page to screen. Right. Sure. I think I think in another <clears throat> director's hands, this could have been uh, it, it could have been something special, like something really special. And I don't think it got there. Might um, be good if Christopher Nolan did it, probably. I I right. think so. Yeah, I think so. But I don't know. I think I be, but I think in all honesty, as as the script as it is. If if this is literally every bit that was in the script, if nothing was altered or changed or or had any new drafts, uh, then I don't think any director would have made the, the story work. I, I just I feel like there's too much, and you touched on this. There's too many different directions it's trying to go on, and it's you know it's trying to be a political thriller, and then that is like half baked, and then it's trying to be uh, kind of a like a horror thriller, yeah. and that's kind of half baked, and it, it's it's. It's like eight different genres that and none of them really work. Yeah. And they don't they don't I'm totally cool with a movie tackling more than one genre, trying to kind of blend genre blend. I like that. Like mm-hmm. I like that a lot. But this one does it all wrong. It does it doesn't, you know, it doesn't I would be very interested in you guys reading the Wikipedia synopsis and, and, and see if you had the same reaction as me. Because I feel as though the like reading reading the words, I feel as though the the ideas and things that were attempted to be conveyed, like that they were attempting to convey in the movie, come come across much easier in 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 uh, that description than they do in the movie. Like I, I don't feel as though the the uh, intentions of certain characters and the motivations and and the realities of what was going on were depicted particularly skillfully in a way that would actually reach it reach to my brain and and the fact that I could read it and be like oh this all makes more sense than it did when I sat down and watched it and and and, and on top of what you were saying Willie I don't think this would have been on the blacklist if it didn't have coherence to it and this movie doesn't have coherence no. to it I think the script probably did I don't know yeah, it's hard to say. I think I think there's a point even in the, even in the Wikipedia. Uh, this is an ad for Wikipedia, apparently. But <laughs> even even in that description, there's a point that it hits where I'm just like, okay, this no longer makes any sense anymore, and it's mostly the third act. And I think yeah. uh, I, the the third act just completely crumbles. Like the first two acts, I was like, this isn't as bad as people are saying it mm-hmm. is. And then I, I you get to that third act, and it just. You can't explain what's going on. No, a decent third act may have saved it for me because the beginning was a little. I mean, it was. I th- I found it dull, but I yeah. can, I consider that if the payoff is decent. Yeah, sure. And this, yeah, I don't know. Are we doing spoilers for this one? Yeah, we'll do. We'll do oh, a yeah. little bit. If but. it was a slow burn, though, right? If it's a know. slow burn with a payoff, but this didn't mm. have that. Yeah. 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 It's 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 really even the final the final act alone, like just the last. 20 30 20 to 30 minutes of the film have no idea what they want to do yeah they, i mean there's there's no there's no focus even in that little bit of the film like 
Woo, man. And we'll talk yeah. about that. I, I, I want to hit, hit on that. And we go into spoilers, but God, man, it was just like, what is, what, what, yeah. why, huh? You know, so. All right. I think we can move into spoilers. I think it's safe to say none of us particularly recommend the film. I think, I think it's interesting in a standpoint, uh, if, if you think, and I've, I've, I read a couple tweets about this. I think it's uh, an interesting companion piece to her in the sense that her does such a better job yeah. of the exploring the dangers of relying on technology than, than this movie ever gets close to doing. And, um, I think it's interesting from a standpoint, I think this is a topic, the idea of the singularity and transcendence is something that will be more explored in the future. But I think, uh, this movie is proof that we're still kind of finding the footing of depicting that idea. And, mm -hmm. and it's such a weird foreign, different concept that I think there's a lot of, uh, vision that you need to have in order to pull it off. And I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think the creative team necessarily had it. Yeah. So anyway, I would agree. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break. We will be right back in spoiler Terry for transcendence. <laughs> All right, here we are in spoiler territory for Transcendence. Willie, how did you not like a movie about the, the Nanomite Wars? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I, I'm going to get into that for a second here. In a moment. In a moment. Okay. There are a couple things earlier on in the film I want to touch upon. First of all, when you set up the film, I, I hate starting a film with, here's a scene completely have no context for it. Fair enough. Okay, that's interesting. And five years ago, I hate that. I, I hate it's, that. Yeah, especially when it's lazy. It, like, this, I, like oh. this has... It, yeah. And then, and then, and then, two years later, and I'm like, you skipped over everything important that I wanted to see <laughs> in this plotline. Paul Bettany's a terrorist now? Show me that. Show me the yeah. conflicted man. The man who's, who's torn between the love of this woman, who I assume he loves, although it's kind of hard to tell, and and... His desire. Show me that. Show me this guy grow and change. He just shows back up and he's like, "I'm, I'm terrorist now." Interesting. It's it's. it's show I, me uh, those years. Those okay. are the years I want to see. That's interesting to me. <laughs> the, instead of eighteen. 18 minutes worth of Rebecca Hall walking down the same hallway. And <laughs> Rebecca Hallway. Rebecca Hallway. Yeah. <laughs> Being shown essentially the same stuff, having the same idea. Be, look what he's doing. He's he's playing God. This is bad. Like, it's enough. Enough. I'm sick of the hallway. Um, Nikki did like the hallway, though, I just want to say, because she's the lights. Yeah, there was, a, there was an she liked off that, lighting. She liked the, uh, the lighting in the Recessed hallway. Recessed lighting. Uh, she, it, was, uh, it wasn't uh, symmetrical. It was kind of off, oh, which she okay. liked. I don't know. Just throwing that out there. And that was her one thing she liked about the movie, was the, was the light bulbs. Um, I'm glad she enjoyed something. Right? <laughs> um, so, yeah, show me That's that time period. That's more than most people can say she about this movie. may have enjoyed her nap at her beer. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> show me that time period, because that's what I want to see. That's more interesting. I hate the time shifts, especially when the stuff we're getting in between the time shifts isn't that interesting. Or it's just a big fat mess. Like the third act, yeah. um, which is just G.I. Joe science. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's... The Doctor would be the hugest fan of this film because nanomites do everything. And look, I don't know anything about nanomites, okay? I'm not Michael Crichton. I don't know what's up. But, but I will say that I don't think they can do – they're not magic, okay? Like seriously, 
if you just made Johnny Depp's character a wizard, this movie would make so much more sense. <laughs> just like, oh no, he's a to, wizard now. To be to be fair, the idea, uh, like the end, the the end point of nanomites or nanobots is exactly what they do. Okay, there we movie. go. So the, is, so, so, so future science with the puddles and everything. Uh, not the necessarily the puddles, <laughs> but the idea of nanomites being able to go in and repair tissues right. and generate tissues. And take that, over your brain or whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. That's, yeah, okay. These I, were nanomite puddles, though, correct? Like I, it, was, it was everywhere. And That's, then they went in the rain. Yeah. Yeah, like they, they were in the rain, they were everywhere by okay. the end of the movie. Okay. Also, The wow, origin story of the who, nanomite. Who is, <laughs> <laughs> who is Kate Mara in this movie? Someone tell me. She she tell, was part of Rift. Tell me something about that character. She's a, anything. She yeah. scowls the whole time, and she just like me like ugh, God, go like I like Kate Mara, but I wanted to punch her in the face yeah. this whole movie. Like I think I liked her enough to where she didn't bother me. Oh god, I think I was, oh, like, I think I was just kind of forgiving everybody at that point. And then Paul Benny started hanging out with her, and I'm like, dude, she killed everyone you know. Yeah, but they were super uh, complimentary to Paul Benny's character, <laughs> so that's why he became a terrorist. And when I, they were like, yeah. oh, we like your work. They were like, hey. You're the reason we exist, so become one of us. <laughs> it's like, all right. Johnny Depp sucked. You're way cooler. Okay. <laughs> hey, we murdered your best friend. Please join us. A, but, no, and I'm, I would believe that if we saw I'm what... Oh, I'm sorry. Tim just had a brain explosion. Go ahead. I wish there was a brain explosion in this movie because they shoot... I forgot about this. They shoot him with a poison bullet at the beginning. They shoot Johnny Depp's character. It's a, it's a radioactive a bullet. A radioactive bullet. Why don't they just shoot him in the head with an actual bullet? <laughs> Speaking of this movie taking things from dumber movies, I remember a special bullet in X-Men Origins Wolverine Yeah, that, yeah, that was really dumb too. Right. And I feel like, yeah. yeah. He's, they're just... That's why I was on the They're blacklist. Just robbing Stephen yeah. Summers and whoever directed X Men Origins Wolverine. It's not cool. I feel like the bullet was like a mechanism that was like, okay, this is where he gets killed. They're like, but wait, he doesn't have any reason to upload his brain yet, so we need to make it so that he's on a timer here. Right. Why not just make him get like sick with cancer or something? Yeah, like, why didn't know. he need a whatever uranium or bullet miss, or something? Yeah, miss the shot with an actual bullet. Uh, guys, it was polonium. Oh. Okay. <laughs> or, or, it was bullodium, is what I yeah, said. I, absolutely, you nailed it. Tim just won the podcast. We're done here. You had something you wanted to say about the third act, though. No, the so. third act. It's just, and I, you, you guys brought up a good point. And I didn't even think about it while I was in the movie, but yeah, I, he's the first time director with a, a lot of money behind him. And you could now they think about it, you can kind of tell the third act gets away from him, especially when the act, the quote unquote action starts happening because there's a sequence and I was just blown away by it, honestly, not in a good way because it's just five random shots of things just strung together. It's like I think it's a shot of a car crashing into something and flipping. Then they cut to a shot of Johnny Depp. Then there's another shot of some guy just jumping up a ladder. Which was the most <laughs> awkward Final Fantasy VII leap I've ever seen. And then they cut to a shot of Morgan Freeman in, like, safari gear or something. <laughs> and then they cut back to the nanomites. And I was just sitting here going, like, what is happening? Like, you've got to, like, tell me a story here, buddy. Like, focus. Like, focus on one thing. Like, you're not, like, it was kind of Michael Bay-esque, just way slower and... And just not as many explosions. Not as many explosions, and I was just very confused, but not more not confused by what was going on. Just confused as to why he was doing these things, or like why he was editing it, editing this way. It felt like a kid on a sugar high editing the movie. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. So that was the one sequence I wanted to talk about because I think it kind of sums up the movie and that there's stuff happening. I think underneath the surface, it probably makes sense. He's just doing a bad job of telling us. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I, I think I think at its base too. Once again, at a, at a script level or at a, at a Plot, plot level of okay, this is these are the beats we're gonna hit in this action sequence towards the end. 
it's like every every idea just gets given like it's like okay here's our big military operation with five guys in a jeep oh shit we lost let's drive back to the town and then set up guns like that's it that's what the military's plan is like let's drive up start shooting things and then drive away from them when they chase us and then like five or six townies with like metal nanomites in them like just kind of walk and stare at the yeah. guys for a while like nothing happens one of them jumps on the ladder and like holds morgan freeman back like they don't do anything there's no threat there's, there's no danger clifton it's collins a- does lift up like a satellite though and it's a really funny shot because <laughs> clifton collins just is hoisting the satellite above his head and it's- they show it like four times <laughs> <laughs> i want to give that just him lifting it like like reps like I don't know. And I, I think I audibly squealed when Cole Hauser showed up. You did. Yeah. You were really... You were like, I, think, I think your squeal went backward in time to when I saw Cole Hauser because I'm pretty certain that I heard it. That's beautiful. <laughs> I think... I think I was like, oh, Tim's gonna love this. He was so... Felt so out of place to that movie. Yeah. Well, he, but in the best well, way. Well, he played that archetype of like, this is the guy who's gonna get it done at all costs no matter what and then they don't... And yeah. He drove a Jeep yeah, <laughs> and yeah. then they got out and then they left. He gets Jeep driving done. Like, he <laughs> And what is Killian Murphy doing in this movie? Not a lot. What is his What is his purpose? Because Morgan Freeman couldn't plausibly work for the FBI. Right. So. <laughs> when did he start? Uh, uh, nothing the FBI this, liaison uh, to this movie. Nothing in this movie makes sense, guys. I'm um, sorry. You know why they had to just show random scenes in the third act, Tim, is yeah. because uh, they couldn't reasonably get past the idea that Johnny Depp's just going to let himself die. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> he knows before she gets into the complex that she has been up, uh, like, she's there to destroy him. Yeah. And he just willingly lets it happen. Like, the, the and then it, she just, he, like, he... <sighs> He takes the time to talk to Max at the end, like, oh, I can either save her or we can upload the virus, but I don't have enough power for both. When did his motivations change? Yeah. Why? Show show me. The idea, yeah, that's the thing. The idea was the, the entire movie was that they had some great love, but you never really get to see it. Other, like, they have a scene in the beginning, and then he immediately gets shot with the poison bullet. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's no other scene than him being, like, being kind of weird and... Then she's his nurse. Like, that's, yeah. that, there's no, yeah. you don't feel any sort of, I mean, you feel like she's... And she, she tries really hard at times. Really hard. <laughs> when, he, when, his char- when his character dies, yeah. like, she's, she's acting. Like, yes. Well done. <laughs> but, but, there's... Uh, <laughs> so... So what was the what was the failsafe here? What were they gonna do if the virus didn't work? Do we know? Am I, I the only one who missed this? I don't know. No, I missed it too. No, because I don't. honestly, like, <laughs> if he took the time to heal her, what retaliation did they have? I don't. I I, I don't understand anything. They had none. And then it, uh, Max, at some Paul Bettany's character says at some point, "Oh, if you know, if she uploads herself, she's gonna die no matter what." Okay, fine, whatever. What? I like, know. why, why does, why does John, okay, we skip over the fact that, uh, I mean, whatever, I'm willing to accept the fact that Johnny Depp has figured out a way to create himself again, that's fine. He, he's got the nanomites, they 3D printed a copy of himself, whatever, okay. But, what reason does he have for letting her in, when he knows? What reason does he have for willingly accepting this virus? 
He's a machine. I guess this is their demonstration that it was really him the whole time. See, but that's a problem with me because that is a huge part of the movie is, is he actually the man? Yeah. That they, I mean, that that is the start of the conflict in this movie is, is it still him? And they are so... They're, no, you know what? They're not wishy-washy on it until the last five minutes. No, they minutes. just strictly don't give you any evidence to either side until you get to that point. They're saying no. And when when you do get to that point, it's like, it doesn't matter anymore. Like, if this is something you wanted to explore, then please give us something to chew on. Yeah. It's so strange. Like, it, I, I'm really, really... Int- I'm going to try and see if I can track down a copy of the script when it was on the blacklist. Yeah. Because I would be very interested to seeing what it was and what it turned into. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm... I don't know. I'm at a loss at this point with I mean, this I'm one. not going to read the script, but no. you can tell me about <laughs> no. it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I honestly, I would be We'll read your write-up on the script. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. You can read it to me, like Morgan Freeman would. <laughs> yes. I will. Just like him. <laughs> but you have to get your, your uh, Morgan Freeman impersonation down pat first, though. Yeah. That's uh, the only stipulation. I don't, I don't, I don't, my Morgan Freeman is much weaker than my Sylvester's. <laughs> <laughs> Which is excellent. Fine. We'll settle for Sylvester. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like okay. Bonus episode, Alex reads the original Transcendence <laughs> script as Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Alright, we can, we can wrap this up. I don't yeah. think there's much more reason to, to talk uh, about, about this film in particular. Um, feedback at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Please let us know what you think of the show, of the movies that we talk about, of the games that we play. Let us know what you think of uh, shooting title showdown. Uh... <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we'd like to hear from you. Um, you can also call us at 248-7335-MFN, which is 248-7335-636. Uh, leave us a voicemail. Try to keep it short and concise and fantastic, and it could possibly appear on the show. Uh, at MFN Podcast on Twitter and on Instagram, uh, Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on Facebook and Vine. MidwestFilmNerds.com for full show notes and all of our previous episodes. Um, I think that's mostly it at Mr. John. Thank you for our artwork and music. Um, we're still trying to figure out what we're going to do for next week. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, there's a few possibilities, but keep an eye on, uh, our Instagram and Facebook for some sort of clue as to what it may be. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think that's mostly it. Any final thoughts? Nope. No. Okay. Kyle XY, go watch a movie. Carter Verone. <laughs>